Sanjini Joshua. I'm the host of the Green Room Podcast. This last week, we were at MJ BizCon, and we met some amazing guests and heard about some really cool brands that are innovating the cannabis industry and, and what's coming next in the new year. Everyone was really excited to connect with each other after a long pause of the pandemic, and you'll get a little sneak peek on some of the episodes that are coming up in the next season. Enjoy. Hello, we're here with Chris Piazza. He is the CEO and co-founder of Canna Devices. It's been a long day of interviews. Hi, Chris. It's nice to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about what you guys are doing here at MJ BizCon this week. It sounds good. Sounds good. You know, we, uh, we're we here as vending. Uh, we're Canada Devices. We're vending American-made glass, and so we're the only booth in the show that's actually all 100% truly American-made. Oh, uh, wow. And the glass side of things. Yeah, so well, glass pipes. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, what was your most kind of anticipatory moment of this week? I know a lot of people Oof. have been excited to come here and get out and get into the industry and get to network again. So what is your, like, most, most anticipated thing? Oh, man. Well, this week it was, uh, <laughs> it was just we were not expecting to do this. Uh-huh. And then just a couple months ago we sort of – all right, let's just do it. And so I think it was when we finally got the pallet together uh-huh. and we packed everything up and then it left and we're like, wow, we're like, going, this <laughs> is really going to happen. We're going to see all these people and getting to see everybody that I've been talking to on zoom. Mm. Honestly, uh, one of, uh, one of our purchasers that we've been working with for a couple of years, we saw each other and she's like, Chris, I'm like, and I read her tag. I'm like, Ren. And they're like, she just ran up and we just gave each other a huge hug. Uh, like it was just exciting. It's amazing. It's know? like seeing lost relatives or something. Yeah, like yeah. The first time getting to meet people in person after all this time. You yeah, know, it's I pretty f- special. I feel like also like because we all the pandemic was worldwide. Right. And so it's like an emotional attachment to people that have also experienced it. It's like a whole different thing, right? It, it is incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. Makes it so much, you know, I don't know if, it, if it's more special, but it's definitely, a, a, it's a unique special. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. Hi, today we are talking to Hannah Stitt. She's the uh, principal at Tectonic Law, um, and you work in the cannabis industry, obviously. Uh, this is your first time at MJ BizCon, is that right? Yes. So what, a lot of people have a lot of different feelings because it's post-pandemic also. Um, So how are you feeling about the emerging from your house and then also your first show? Uh, Lots and lots of feelings. (laughs) I recently launched my law firm. So I've been in heavy business development mode and a lot of virtual meetings. So I'm really excited to be here to be able to meet people in person that I've been talking to like uh, on the phone or in Zoom Zoom meetings. Yeah. (laughs) Being Zoombies together. And um, so that's something that I was really drawn to. I wanted to come here to just meet people who are in the industry that I knew but hadn't met in person. And it is my first time here. So Something I'm really excited about is just seeing the level of sophistication in the people who have exhibits on the floor. Like looking at these big companies, it's yeah. it's nice to see people who are also like they're just getting their business off the ground. Um, but there's also some operators here who have been in the space for a while since before we really had any kind of properly legalized medical market. And to see them out here and to see their equipment and like how sophisticated this has gone, it's yeah. 
it's pretty exciting to see that the industry is no longer just like a little tiny hush baby. hush little baby yeah <laughs> exactly hello today we're here with Ido Margulit the CEO of Can Breed thank you for joining us on the podcast thank you glad to be here yeah and so we're here for MJ BizCon this week and uh, what is the most exciting thing to you um, about what's going on this week well, I would say that this is the first uh, conference in uh, cannabis that we're participating, and specifically okay. also in the United States. Okay. I think the most amazing thing is the sheer size of this conference and the amount of people, I mean, coming from Israel and also yeah. seeing the European operations, this is, it doesn't come anywhere close to it. Yeah, so then is this your first time? You're you're exhibiting this year. We are exhibiting this year. Um, and is this your first time at MJ BizCon or at your first time exhibiting? Both. Both, okay. Actually. Okay, okay, cool. Hello, today we're joined by Steve Loveday, the VP of Technology from Ibix Nutrition. We are at MJ BizCon, and everyone is so excited about this show. I want to talk about what you guys are excited about here in Las Vegas and for MJ BizCon. Of course. Well, Ranjini, first off, thanks for having me on the yeah, podcast. Thank you. Um, the biggest thing, like everybody, just to get out and be in front of people again, you know, be with other souls that have the same spirit for the cannabis plant. Yeah. Um, to have great conversations has been incredible. So today is the end of day one. Yeah. And it was super exciting just to see not only uh, other people and who is a, a you know, exhibiting at the show, but to see the massive increase in the show, it just, you know, kind of bodes for that growth in the cannabis industry, which we're all looking for, which is amazing. Yeah, actually, I was going to ask you, like, you know, pre-pandemic and post-pandemic, um, what is the, like, what is the, what is the change you feel? Size. Yeah, uh, size. Size for sure. So okay. in 2018 was my first MJ Biz. And I went to 2019, of course, no 2020, I did it virtually, but just the development and the growth. So now we're in two halls and they seem to be even bigger, yeah. you know, so I don't even know how you could possibly cover the whole thing even in one day. Yeah. So that growth is incredible. Yeah, that must be exciting. And you're exhibiting this year. Is this Correct. the first time or? Yeah, first time as an exhibitor. Okay. And what do you, what are you guys kind of expecting to achieve out of this year's conference and obviously connecting with people, but um, what is like kind of the big goal? So the big goal is almost like a, uh, I want to say like a validation. We want to meet people. We want to make contacts. We're a relatively new brand. Mm -hmm. We've been under development for about four years, but really we launched about a year ago. Okay. And with the pandemic, it was t difficult to get in front of people. So now this is our first big shot in front of people. Um, to talk to people that are looking for a nutritional alternative for their plants, they're looking for new technology, you know, ways to make their plants better has been really exciting to get in front of those folks. That's what we were expecting and hoping for, and it came to fruition today. We are here with Scott Lyons. He is the founder and CEO of Red Lion. Um, you have a lot of storied past in, oh, in, your, in your experience, so I'd love to first, let's just talk about MJ BizCon a little bit. Yeah. Um, is this your first MJ? It is. And, and what is your like, what is your kind of like anticipation for the event? Well, I, I came here thinking that, you know, it's going to be a normal run of the mill conference. Yeah. Right. And I'm sitting back seeing all of the manufacturers that are, that are there, right. All of the distributors and dispensaries mm -hmm. and people that are selling their own custom wares, but aren't at scale. Right. So it's a real hodgepodge yeah, of is. stuff. <laughs> Right. Yeah, for real. Uh, yeah. But you know, marijuana as a as a vertical touches everybody's lives. Mm -hmm. You know, whether you're using something that's a hemp derivative, right, or you have a family member that's taking something for a medicinal purpose, or 
you have to use it just to survive, just to be able to feel. Function. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, the cannabis industry has really been able to revolutionize healthcare. Mm-hmm. And it will continue to do so for the next couple of years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Into the future. And by next couple of years, I really mean a lot longer. Yeah, a lot longer. But, <laughs> Twice as long. Yeah. Uh, you know, being able to see how the industry grows, and especially yeah. it being the 10th year here, mm-hmm. right? Being able to see how the industry grows from here on out is going to be very interesting. Yeah. Hi, we are here in the green room with Tahira Ramatula. She's a co-founder and CEO of not of, of commons <laughs> and partner and Highlands venture partners. Yep. So um, thank you for joining me here. Thanks for having me. No, I'm excited to hear uh, a little bit about your panel that you talked on Tuesday sure. um, in the finance forum and, and a little bit more about what you guys are doing in the cannabis space. But um, first I like kind of trying to gauge everyone's uh, thoughts on MJ BizCon this year and what they expected and what they saw. Sure. So I've been coming to MJ BizCon for quite some time, um, and it's always interesting to see the evolution comparing to early days when there were like you know a couple hundred of us at the Rio, right? Um, the Rio, yeah, which feels like ages ago and just like very different experience, um, you know. And now to see the the scale of it, I think 2019 was massive. It feels about the same as that. Mm-hmm. I think. You know, really, um, for me, it was an opportunity to just see people that I haven't seen in a very long time. So there's an opportunity for reconnection. Um, and I think also just seeing some of the new businesses and, and areas of like depth that are emerging um, as, as an investor, you look across the entire space. Yeah. As somebody with a brand, I'm always looking for new uh, ingredients, manufacturing partners, uh, collaborations. And so really, it's like it's a great place to be able to see all of that. Yeah. Um, being, you know, the, obviously there's MJ Biz, there's MJ Unpacked, and then you're just running up and down the strip trying to get from <laughs> to one suite yeah. to another to have conversations, but uh, it's always worthwhile. Yeah. yeah. No, good. Um, is there anything that you saw that you didn't anticipate? Um, you know, not really, uh-huh. only because I have been coming, but I will say that I, I feel like just this is like COVID brain where I, I don't pay attention to other conferences or things that are happening. So not realizing that it was EDC weekend coming up. And I was like, why is it so chaotic? And you realize that that's happening. I was like, I really should have looked at a calendar or something. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's been kind of the the building that it's happened year over year. The anticipation. Yeah. And so um, that that always kind of, I feel like, comes to full fruition. And it's never... It's never underwhelming. I'll say that. Yeah. No, that's that's good. So tell us a little bit about um, the the panel that you talked on um, Tuesday at the finance forum, talking about mergers and acquisitions. Yeah. Um, and obviously, that's something that we are seeing a lot of right now, yeah. and I'm sure we'll continue to see. Um, what What did you guys kind of uncover? Yeah, it was an interesting mix of people. So we had one woman who's the founder and CEO of Gabby, who a chain of dispensaries in Southern California. We had the head of corporate development from the parent company. We had, um, you know, middle markets capital advisor from Chicago, and then myself, you know, kind of sits in brand on investing and advising. And so it was an interesting mix because there are a lot of different lenses, but we all coalesced around the same thing. Like, you know, the, the major takeaways are, are not surprising. Are like. M&A is here. Um, it is like what areas are going to be focused on is probably like, 
you know, there's a lot of consolidation happening within vertically integrated businesses, you know, trying to capture as much in each level of the supply chain. Um, you know, the moderator pointed out a couple of the, the transactions that have been announced just since August and yeah. they're massive, you know, like I think the most recent one is the Wanna Brands uh, acquisition by Canopy, which right. is like very, very substantial. Um, also kind of a quirky structure yeah. when you think about the, it's the option to buy, but with 297 million in cash today. Right. Um, we've seen some other, you know, we're seeing a lot of the Canadian businesses now trying to get their toeholds in the U S. And so it was a lot of discussion around like, where do we see that going? We've seen this trend mm-hmm. every call it 18 to 24 months in cannabis for the last couple of years. You know, there's like stocks right now are crashing. Right. If you're, you're a long-term believer in cannabis, it's like, you just have to not look at the numbers. For <laughs> just ride it out you just have bit. to ride it out, like buy more, don't sell, um, you know, pick the names or the ETFs that you like and, and just keep going, but you can't worry about it day to day. And then you're seeing, but on the other side of it, you're seeing MNA skyrocketing. And it's because, you know, it's all about sentiment as well on what's going to happen with federal legalization. Like, there are some people who are very bullish and think that it'll be one to two years. I'm probably in the more cautious camp that three I don't, to five, three to five, <laughs> but starting with capital markets, you know, we'll have some kind of a safe act, some kind of a more act, just combination of those yeah. that do allow for banking, um, that do a lot, allow for like some degree of cross state transaction that really around safety and, and thinking also about social equity mm-hmm. and what are we doing about expungement and um, allowing for more resources for black and brown people to participate in the space. And that's really happening at a state level. They might just leave it there. You know, it's, it's yeah. hard to say right now. I think that there are just shifting priorities when you look at what's happening in the administration. And so uh, I tend to think it's a bit longer I have been proven wrong once or twice before, <laughs> but I, I think that this one, you know, but think, I'm probably right. But I'm probably <laughs> right. Uh, and I think that it's just in preparation for that, because yeah. once that happens, once there is a clear line of sight for federal legalization, then all of the current big cannabis operators, which are multi-billion dollar companies, but they're trading on lower, you know, they're mostly trading on the CSE. Yeah. But then you're competing with, major CPG, big alcohol, big tobacco, like groups that have massive war chests that can do transactions that are not within the realm of capability today. And we've seen a couple of those, you know, Constellation invested like $4 billion in Canopy. Um, You're seeing some of those businesses start to take their toehold in these other operators. Mm -hmm. And then in turn, those operators, which are predominantly Canadian, are are then coming to the U.S., uh, also looking at global footprint, but U.S. is really what every operator is thinking about. This is probably going to be, it already is the biggest market. It's probably the most interesting. Um, and Canada is kind of losing steam. And yeah. so they have all these, all this money and they can't really deploy it within their own country because that market isn't going to grow at the scale that it will in the U.S. So, you know, lots of discussion around that. I was like, you know, what's the right vertical? I don't think there is a right one. I do think I'll always have been a big believer in the power of the brand and brands are hard. They take a very long time to cultivate. Yeah. Um, I am one of those people that other people probably get angry at because I don't believe that like the best brands, like the top 10 brands 10 years from now, exist today. Some of them do right. in some form, but I think that brand loyalty is really hard in such a fragmented market. And now 
as a New Yorker in the East Coast coming online, I'm like, you know, what's relevant on the West Coast may not be. Sure, there will be some. Oh, that translate. East Coast, West East Coast. Coast rival. You know, <laughs> I had to moderate a panel last week at Trailblazers uh, that was all about West Coast. <laughs> and so I had four West Coast operators, California, all California, actually. Yeah. And I was like, it's funny that they put a New Yorker sitting here, yeah. like East Coaster, who is like, all right, guys, do you really think that you're that special? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yes, yes, we, yes do. we do. Hello, we are back in the green room. And today we have Ralph Risch from Phylos, the CEO. Nice to see you. Yeah, good to see you, Rogina. Yeah. <laughs> so um, today we're kind of talking about, you know, a lot of anticipation with MJ BizCon. And as we were coming into this conference, um, what did you expect coming into it? And what, are you, what were you most excited about? Well, this is my fifth MJ BizCon. And what I've learned is, uh, and especially this year, right, with the pandemic last year, yeah, the most beneficial thing of coming here is just meeting with people. And in my case, seeing people that I haven't been able to see in 18 months. Mm. Uh, you know, the cannabis community is uh, unlike any industry I've worked in. And really just being able to reconnect with people face-to-face, yeah, talk about life and cannabis, it's been great. Yeah, one of the things that I've heard this week is like it's not just about the conference, but it's also like the bonding that's happened over the pandemic of not being able to see each other, right? Yeah. The connection there. Um, what about uh, on the show floor? Have you been able to make it over to the conference? I did. Oh. Yeah, um, it was one of those kind of quick walkthroughs. Yeah, yeah. I would say most of my time has been meetings and then parties. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything exciting? Have you seen anything really cool yet? Uh, yeah. I mean, we're almost. You, well, actually, no, I'm going to pass on that. Ah, question. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. We're, got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah. What about on the show floor? Anything surprising? I, I know a lot of people talked about the um, increase in size, obviously, of the show itself and kind of li- liking to see the evolution of how MJ BizCon is continually growing. Um, is that something that was surprising? Um, how did you, you know, feel? I've, I've seen that show grow every year, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah. and one thing that I've noticed is more people coming in from outside the industry, uh, you know, insurance companies, yeah, people that before were a little afraid to work in the industry are now showing up. And, uh, you know, it, that, that sense of normalcy coming to, into this industry is something that we've we've needed for a long time. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Today we're here with Max Armstrong, the general manager of Learn Brands. Hi, Max, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show, Ron. Absolutely. Um, so first we're kind of talking about MJ BizCon. Um, you guys were exhibiting at the Expo. Yep. Um, what was like kind of the most exciting thing that you were anticipating as you came to Vegas this year? Yeah, I mean, our company is across 15 different states. Um, so it's just a collective space where a lot of our clients and um, leads are going to be all in one space. So we're just setting up a lot of meetings and having a lot of FaceTime with the partners that we've been working with for a long time. And is this your first time um, at MJ BizCon as an exhibitor? We've exhibited twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay, so you guys are seasoned vets. <laughs> we've gone through the ropes once or twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what is like kind of the anticipation um, of what you guys are kind of hoping to accomplish while you're here at the show yeah it's really FaceTime I mean it's such a good place to actually get in-person interactions get quality feedback um, get away from the zoom calls a little bit you know all of our stuff is online and remote being a tech platform and training so I think there's a lot of merit to actually getting to sit down and have you know a lunch or a meal with your clients and get some dialogue where you can get real feedback as opposed to just a 
a quick email here and there. Yeah. Hello. We are back today with Adam Bushy from Open Book Extracts. Thank you for joining me. You are the director of strategic growth. Yes. Yes. Um, so you guys are here. Um, are you guys exhibiting here at uh, MJBizCon this week? This week we're not. We're okay. exhibiting uh, next week for another trade show. But this week we just kind of wanted to, you know, it's the first big one back. We wanted to walk the floor, meet with a bunch of clients. and. So to that vein, you know, what was the biggest anticipation coming here to Vegas? I think it was more of um, uh, wondering how it's going to be, you know, if, if it's going to be like we we ventured into Cosmoprov and a couple of the other uh, semi cannabis uh, uh, trade shows. And some of them were devastated, you know, yeah. a third of the attendees. So it's, it's like a unknown factor right now. Are we going to show up and it's booming like MJ is this year, which yeah. is phenomenal. We're very excited. Yeah. Or is it going to be normal or is it going to be less? I mean, there's nobody knows. Nobody knows. It's pretty sad. And every show will tell you, uh, oh, we're at capacity or we sold this many. But they want people to come. Right. And you say? don't know what's true and what's not. And it was true with MJ. It's, yeah. it's amazing. You know, they stacked it. The energy is amazing. Everybody's happy to be back in cannabis and be mingling and talking and I mean, it's just it, it, nothing like it. So we're very happy to be back and very excited to, to be at a show this this size. And, yeah. you know, hopefully that continues uh, forward this next year. Everybody gets their energy back and they're all coming in and we can have a lot of great conversations. So what were you personally looking forward to the most? Um, I love like uh, face-to-face interaction. That's my biggest, uh, uh, I think, sales uh, tactic that yeah. I exceed at. So, you know, for the last two years, it's been a lot of virtual, a lot of phone calls, a lot Zooming. of... It's just, you know, and it's fine and, you know, it's safe and it is what it is, but I miss the old days of being in person, closing a big deal in person, uh, taking people out to dinner, getting to know them yeah. about their family and talking about different things. And, you know, we missed that for a while and we had some interaction with clients, but it was very sparse. And now it's like, now we're just walking the floor, having engaging conversations, talking about this crazy new thing that they're doing or yeah. our thing and how we can come together and those conversations and face to face are so much more beneficial, I think, for you know our company growth versus you know cold calling and all the, all the other things we've had to do for a couple of years. So yeah, at the end of the day, we're all people, so I think that interaction is really important. You had mentioned like your you've been to MJ about four yet times, four yep. times. So tell me like. What do you think from the first time you've come to today? And obviously it's like so much has happened. Uh, but what, what do you see as the biggest things? Um, it's interesting because it's like there's so many new um, uh, type of companies here than mm. I've seen before. Right. So it's like it's not just hemp and uh, cannabis brands anymore and just people getting started. Now it's established brands. It's uh, um, industrial equipment. It's uh, water purification. I mean, there's yeah. so there's securities. There's, you know, uh, like the gentleman you had earlier, all those types of things now that I didn't really see before. It was kind of just like a startup kind of shop of like right. uh, rough and tumble cannabis and <laughs> a lot of good old OG vibe kind of thing. Yeah. And then now it's like there's a lot of corporate mix in. There's a lot of still the OG and, and the, uh, the more uh, older vibe. And then there's also like entrepreneurs and right. it's such a, like a, a eclectic group of people that I've never seen before at one trade show. And yeah. a lot of interesting booths, colors, changes, uh, techniques. Um, you know, it, it's definitely the most comprehensive show in this uh, area I've ever been to where you can just find anything you need, you know, right. from top to bottom, whether you're doing, you know, manufacturing or you're doing sourcing or you're farming or whatever it is, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a testament to a growing industry, how it's like just 
expanding into every area of the business. So now it's like it has equal representation in all these different areas. Right. And you, instead so. of having to go to a manufacturing expo or, right. a, or a growing expo or whatever, you can come to MJ yeah. and you can get everything. And I mean, it's a long day to walk through the whole floor, <laughs> but you can learn a lot. You can see a lot. And I mean, any question you have, I mean, we were just talking about yesterday. You could literally walk in as an entrepreneur with just a plan and you could have enough interaction in that in MJ to start your own business, get everything figured out and have a have finished a client, product. Yeah, have, a, have a finished product by the time you walk out the door. Right? Yeah, so. it's pretty amazing. Well, that is um, the good news. Good news that it, like the growth is kind of really happening now. But this is a really exciting time, I think, in the cannabis industry. The Green Room Podcast is brought to life by Green Seed PR, a cannabis green tech focused PR agency and a dedicated production team of editors, mixers, and showbookers. A huge thank you to the Vessel team for providing their studio for our recordings. Don't forget to subscribe and share the Green Room podcast with friends, colleagues, and family. That way you'll never miss an episode and we can keep the lights on. If you're feeling extra generous, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast listening platform. You can also find us on Instagram at GreenseedPR and see the live video versions of all of our podcasts on YouTube. Would you like to be on the guests on the show or do you have a great guest referral? Awesome. Submit your guests at greenseedpr.com slash the hyphen green hyphen room. Thanks for listening and be well.